What do I? What, Gail? Gail? Are you? Are you feeling okay? You look a little, a little um. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. Oh, do you, do you need help with something? Help, help, help would be helpful. It would surely be helpful. I would like to walk alongside Gail, and I'd like oh. to hold hold my hand out without my wand and mimic the patterns that she's mimicking, walk at the same rate as she's walking, and the things that she's saying, I want to say, say back to her, they're in the hospital wing, they're in the hospital wing, they're in the hospital wing. Uh, I cast Expelliarmus on, on Gail. Uh, now I'm running, I think. Okay. Um, I, I bear hug uh, Gale. You grab Gale, and she screams at the top of her lungs. It is a blood-curdling scream, as if someone has just seen their worst nightmare before them. Gale breaks free as you try and wrestle her away from Alex. She breaks free, screaming like she has gone mad, and rushes towards Alex. Alex, the wand is heading towards you, and you're trying to avoid it, but Gale's <laughs> scream makes you lose focus, and you grab the wand. Oh, no, no. This isn't the one. This isn't the one. This isn't the one. No, 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 no. No. This isn't the one. No, 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 no. Please, please. You have to. If you don't find them, everything is lost. Everything is lost. Everything is lost. Prefects are yelling, hold it right there. And several of them are pointing wands at you, Clem. Shit, she's going after the, the... The wand is cursed. She was going to hurt him. Um, I would like to point my wand at the wand that Alex is holding and cast Wingardium Leviosa on the wand. I can't see her. Uh, I can't see her at all. Maybe she... Do you want me to look? Yeah, we have to find her. Get, get Oliver and, uh, and find her, but... Um, but... The headmistress uh, is coming. I don't think I should leave you until that happens. It's fine. I've I've got this. It's strong, but I've got this. I just can't look away. Just please make sure everybody is okay. G- Gail's wand. Um Gail, uh, she her wand. It it was cursed. Um and somebody is cursing people's wands and looking for somebody. Somebody or some people who are in the hospital wing all the time. Um and uh, headmistress there was also something else that was strange as I was flying here. I saw several students dispersing from the courtyard. What do you mean dispersing, Mr. Potter? Well, I don't know. It seems strange to me. I was flying here, and it must have been 20 or so students. They seemed to be rushing in all different directions. Why would they be doing that? Dinner had only just started. 
I, I don't know, but it seemed like there was more of panic here. Go investigate, Mr. Potter. Right. I'll check back in. I'll meet you back at your office. And I'll try and... Well, I'll... I'll see if I can find Olive as well. Do that, please, Mr. Potter. Make it a priority. Yes, please. <laughs> Do you think it's... Do you think it's Colin Mood trying to... Don't say it. And Gail, she didn't deserve this. She didn't... She didn't do anything wrong. She's just in Gail's... the wrong place. I think Gail is going to be okay. And Olive is going to be okay. And... We move forward with the knowledge that they're going to be okay until until we know for sure if they're not students will say three of them that are near the wall uh, probably just outside the reach of the Whomping Willow hey Come away from the Whomping Willow! You could get hurt! It's called the Whomping Willow for a reason! Rose raises her wand and says, Stupefy! And... You see the second ear wave the wand in front of them. And the spell dissipates. Rose gasps. What? Oh, uh, I, I want to throw my my perfect swelling solution potion into them. So <laughs> you throw the potion, and what potion did you say this was? It's a it's a perfect swelling solution which swells on contact, so it's the perfect grenade potion. The potion I think I lands. I'm like, hey. <laughs> the potion lands and it hits the whomping willow, and you see one of the branches just. <laughs> start to get larger and the little twigs on the end of the branches start to get larger and some of the potion lands on the students and you can see them start to they start to enlarge in size it's not quite like the uh like the inflatus that happened to alex it's a swelling potion it causes enlargement so you can see their robes start to grow overly big and they just start to overgrow on top of the students and they get sort of all entangled up in their robes and suddenly the whomping willows branch smacks both of these students. The third one manages to avoid it. And as they do, you can see something strange happening. It was your wand. It was cursed. It was cursed. Someone did something. It's okay, Gail. It wasn't you. It's not your fault. She sobs some more and Nanny Bucklin looks at you. Come on, dears. We okay. need to get her to the hospital wing. Maybe Madame Pomfrey can do something. Mm. Okay, let's go. Good job, Maisie. You cast Flipendo as this dog-like creature leaps from the shadows out from underneath a tree. Rosie, what does this look like? 
Well, Rosie's having a great day. So what it looks like is not only in one arm is she pulling Clem away from the tree like an absolute fireman. She's also laying on the ground, pointing up towards the creature that's about to pounce on them. And she's like, yeah, okay, why not? And then she just says, Flipendo! Well, I, I think I saw the professors doing something similar when they were securing the school before the school year started. I think those were the wards. There is a strange sound from inside the hospital. You've heard it before, Maisie. It's the sound of someone apparating. So, we join our group, specifically Alexander Pippin, in the hospital wing, as Alex, I would assume you're maybe with Gail? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Keeping an eye on her. Okay. So, Alex, keeping an eye on Gail, Maisie has sort of wandered off a little bit. Gail's still sort of talking to herself. As... You are talking with Gail. Gail is sort of crying quietly. <laughs> it's like it's over. It's it's over now. At least we we got the wand, and we know what's happening. So. So, so it's okay. You you just well, if you need to cry, then you can cry. That's okay. Um. But 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 it's but it's it's done now. It doesn't. The wand can't get you anymore. Or the curse can't. So. Did I hurt anyone? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not that I know of. Um. I can still hear it. Yeah. And... Still hear the whispers. Are they... Do you mean you're remembering them, or are they telling you to get the wand back? Are they seeing something? Alex? Alex? Uh-huh? Yeah? Something strange outside. Inside? Outside! There's some lights. 
Okay, oh look, I have my binoculars. Um As Maisie says this, suddenly you hear a noise and you are reminded of when you have seen your father or your gran apparate before in front of Maisie you see a dark robed figure and for the briefest of moments you swear you saw them wearing a mask the mask was strange it was reminiscent of something roll me a notice something Eleven. Okay. What did it look like? The mask looked like an animal. The face of an animal. It had features similar to... say you would think probably a some kind of wolf hmm okay um can I use my how do we get out of here question to be how do I get Maisie out of there away from the person she's maybe 10 to 15 feet away from you she Mm -hmm. walked away to look out a window I would say your only real option would be to perhaps use a spell or rush over there and grab her and run but that's maybe not quick enough in fact it is not You hear behind the mask. This is not her. What she'll do for now. No. And as you do try to cast a spell, and Maisie draws her wand. She is grabbed and apparates away. Madame Pomfrey yells, What is going on? It's probably the loudest that you've ever heard Madame Pomfrey speak. 
She approaches with wand drawn. What happened? Gail is covering her ears and sort of shaking in bed. Um, someone operated and 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 then operated out. They took Maisie. That is impossible. The wards and water. I know, but it happened. I, 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 it happened right in front of me. I didn't stop it. It's not your fault. We must contact the headmistress. And she begins to cast a spell and holds the wand up to her, to her neck. And you can see the similar spell that Headmistress McGonagall cast. Minerva, there's something has happened in the hospital wing. A student has been taken. Miss Skyer has been taken from the hospital wing. And she sort of flings the spell outward towards the wall. And she says, It's not your fault, Mr. Weapon. We have to... See if anyone else is hurt. I will check outside. Please draw your wand. Have it ready in case anything comes back. Do you know how to cast a shield charm? Yeah, yeah, we learned it. We learned it. Please be ready. And you see, uh, you see Madame Pomfrey hike up her skirt a little bit. And from uh, a little uh, like a little uh, pouch uh, that, that she keeps on her side she pulls out a little potion and and I think you see the barest hint of the writing on the potion and you recognize the writing as Rosie's and it says Vitamix potion Madame Pomfrey chugs this, and she starts moving faster than you've ever seen her before. (coughs) She rushes outside and leaves you in the hospital wing with Gail, all alone. going through your head right now, Alex? Um, <clears throat> I, I grab my binoculars and I, I look out the window where Maisie was looking and see if I can see anything or anyone. Notice something, please. Thirteen. Um... Anyone or anything sneaking around? Yes, definitely. Oh, what did it look like? Some of the students that you've seen leaving the Great Hall earlier. 
You also um, see... You also see Olive outside. She is um, hiding behind an outcropping just outside the window. Um, way down do I below. Do I recognize any of the students by name? I do, and I read about that. I don't think you'd have to roll. You do okay. recognize several of the students. They are from different years at the school. Some of them are Ravenclaws. Some of them are older. And... You recognize probably some of the older Graven, Ravenclaw students. There's a sixth year down there, Cornelius Craft. There's a fifth year down there, Rebecca Rivers. A few of the other students you recognize as well. I don't know if you can remember their names really, but from all different houses. Okay. And we head down uh. to join Olive. Olive. You've been following these students since the Great Hall, and they've been doing strange things. Wandering around there have been several of them. There's maybe 20 students that separated from the courtyard and starting head, started heading in all different directions around the school. You followed a small group of them. Maybe five. One of the larger groups that split off. And from what you can tell... They just brought down the wards around Hogwarts. What do you do? Oh gosh. Um, I would like to... Gosh, I would like to notice something? Mm-hmm. Okay. On a four. It is just about dark now. Nighttime has just fallen. And I think it's difficult to see exactly what's happening. You saw the magic being cast... And your gut maybe told you that the wards around the school were coming down. But these students are now beginning to spread out <coughs> and separate. Beyond that, you can't seem to 
read exactly what's happening. Okay. Um... Are they are they still moving away? They or are did separating. they stop to cast the spell? Well, they cast this they cast the spell or whatever, which by the way, must have been very advanced magic. And they were yeah. all of different ages. You saw students that should not have anywhere close to this much magical knowledge cast very complicated spells. What direction does it look like they're headed? Are they totally scattering randomly, or...? Hmm. They are heading... I'll I'll tell you which way they are going. Um, so... The hospital wing... you over here. The hospital wing is by the clock tower. There, the west wing. The students have spread out. You're probably on the eastern side there, right by that text that says the west wing. And the, um, the students would have been right near the base of the clock tower. You can see there's five of them. One of them is heading towards the covered bridge. Um, one of them is headed towards the castle. One of them is probably headed nearby you. And one of them, uh, actually two of them, are sort of heading around the base uh, towards the western side of the clock tower. Okay, um, how far away is the one that's heading towards me? Like, how close are they getting to me? 20 feet. Okay. I am going to point my wand towards them and cast the Fumos spell. Okay. Pointing your wand towards them, you begin to cast the Fumo spell. Give it a try, please. Roll plus your magic. If I... It's in my spell bank. If I click it from the spell bank, it automatically adds the plus one, right? It will add the plus one for your spell bank. Uh, Yes. Okay. On a seven, it is a partial success. 
Please choose two things that go wrong from the list. I think it would be that someone or something is alerted to the casting of the spell. Okay. And I think it would be different than what she was expecting to. It's supposed to be a defensive smoke screen that hinders visibility. And I think maybe instead of it like perfectly blocking that student's vision, it it's too, um, what's the word, like opaque? Like they can still kind of see through it. If anything, it's more of a distraction to them than it is like defensive blocking mm-hmm. of vision. Yeah, it's not completely opaque, basically. Or it's not even really mist-like. It seems like it is uh, patches here and there. As uh, the Fumo spell is brought forth... <laughs> We can see this sort of vague smoke start to spread out from your wand. There is probably a sound as your spell is cast. Um, And you can see that the student that was nearby looks over towards you sharply, drawing their wand. And they begin to cast a spell. This student must be younger than you, Olive. They cast a spell without an incantation. Pointed towards you. Alexander, you see this out the window. (sighs) Time to see if I've got the oomph. I cast Stupefy. Okay, it's a minus one for the distance. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever benefits you may have. Okay. Um, so it's the second year, so it's just a zero forward then. An 11. How does this happen, Alexander? Well, I read the book during the summer about magical development and spells of a long distances and stuff, and it's more about the focusing the channeling properly and getting that right. So as I see this happening, I panic for a moment, but then I, I take a breath and I focus. I cast Stupefy with a straight arm, make sure I'm directing it straight down. And you see the uh, red energy go whoosh straight down and hit them square in the chest. The spell connects solidly. Olive, you're taken aback by a moment as you see the student uh, come in contact with the spell from seemingly nowhere. They fly backwards, landing on the ground. I would like to very, very quickly um, run over and not with my bare hand, but like with the sleeve of my robes kind of like she kind of like pulls her hand into it so her robe is covering and pick up their wand. Okay. You pick up their wand with your sleeves basically keeping the wand away from your skin 
Alex, you might be able to see Olive sort of rush up there. I don't know if you can make out the dis- the details uh, without your binoculars, uh, but you can see Olive sort of rush over to the to the uh, down student. Olive, Olive. Alexander tries to whisper scream towards you, which we know does not actually work, um, but he tries in vain anyway. Olive, uh, Olive, why don't you go ahead and try and notice something? Okay. Maybe looking around to see the source of this uh, incident, you look around wildly and you can see some light uh, coming from up where the hospital wing is. And you can see somebody sort of waving vaguely up there. Careful! Okay. Olive, Olive doesn't make any noise. She just cranes her neck upward and does that. <laughs> I I just hold my wand out. Um, I'll, I'll hold covering fire over Olive. Okay. Meanwhile, I, Clem, Rosie, you are currently making your way to the hospital wing. Clem is in bad shape. You think that maybe she's broken a rib? Okay. Um, Clem, I think we need to go to the hospital wing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you walk? Uh, can you help? Yeah, of course I can. What do you mean? What am I going to do? I just mean. No. Do it yourself. Actually, I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, though. Okay, sorry. Um, mm, mm, math. Mm, wizard math. Ow. You and Clem are sort of trying to help each other along. Rose is doing her best to uh, uh, cater to the three students that were doing this stuff outside. Um, and she's trying to tend to them and, and bring them along as best as she can. Um, uh, she's using some spells to help, but she's obviously n- not doing it perfectly. She's just trying her best. So she's fallen a bit behind. And she would yell to you basically like, Be careful on your way to the hospital wing. I'll be there soon. I just, I can't go that fast with, with all three of them. Okay, um, stay away from the big tree and the hole in the monster. Which way are you going to the hospital wing? You are out by oh, the Whomping no. Willow. I don't like that we have to specify. Yeah, me neither. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure it's fine. So, um, if you see the ruler tool with the circle around it, you can just kind of... Tell me, you were over by the Whomping Willow. You know, which yeah. way are you going? Um, good question. Where uh, is the... So the hospital yeah. wing is right by the clock tower. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Probably this I... way. 
Yeah, yeah, over the suspension bridge through the quad. Okay. Alrighty. So, going through the uh, courtyard, um, as you are basically hobbling along with Clem in tow, you can see several students. And there is a dark-robed figure with a mask on. Is he, like, near the students? Is he, like, far from the students? The students appear to be following this person. Oh, sick, sick, sick. That sounds fun. Um, okay. Can't really get Where? much from their shape. They have very amorphous-looking robes. Are they in the but quad? they're masked. They're in the courtyard. Oh, the middle courtyard. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Cool. Uh, what are the chances we can just sneak by them? I can't tell you that. That would be a roll. <laughs> the chances are one in <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna attempt to to sneak by them. Okay. I mean, I guess I'm gonna also attempt to sneak by them. So here's but I'm. Here's He's the hurt, thing. So I don't really want to start a fight. So Clem is not doing well. Uh-huh. Trying not to sneak with Clem is more difficult in this case. Normally I would have you roll your relationship with Clem. Yeah. But I'm going to say this is a minus one because Clem is not doing great right now. <laughs> and this is going okay, to be a quick I... inquire roll. Okay. Unless you have something else you want to do. Well, um, what if we fell in line with the other students and pretended like it was normal? Like, what if I just, like, was walking with Clem and we just started walking with the students behind the cloaked figure? Sure. Uh, you can try and convince. Can convince. Uh, this is still a minus one, though. Minus this one. This is Clem's current condition. It'd be kind of hard for her to fake it. Okay. Wait a second. Hold on. Do I get... Oh no, that's soul, not heart. Dang it! Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh! An eight. Um, I have to choose how this does not really go perfectly. That is a partial success. Choose one from the convinced list. I think that I, like, look at... I, like, look at Clem, and I'm like... Because I... I can't say anything because if we if we talk, then I think that this weird person will hear us. So I think that um, I sort of like push Clem behind me so that I can help her walk, but she's like we're walking in a line like the other people. Um, so I think I assume this person like looks back and is, does like one of the the sneaky eye things where they're like mm, I'm not so sure about that. So they go along with it for now. Very well. Clem, you're being dragged along by Rosie. Following behind with uh, several students, probably numbering maybe, let's say, six students right about now, uh, plus this masked figure. Um, This masked figure, uh, by the way, you haven't really gotten a good look from the front to see what kind of mask 
is there. You just know that they are wearing some sort of mask. Um, pretty much all dark robes, all dark clothing. Very hard to make them out in general. Um, they are obviously prepared for whatever this is that's happening at the moment. And you follow. The students say nothing the entire time. And they are moving quietly as they follow this person. They are heading towards uh, out of the courtyard around the Transfiguration Corridor heading for the stairs in the Dark Tower. The students and this person begin to walk up the Dark Tower. You continue to follow. Is the person leading, like, are the are the Dark Tower stairs like a, a spiraling staircase up to yes. the top of the Dark Tower? I would like to wait until the person leading the students is away far enough up the Dark Tower sight. and the students are there. Out of sight. Until we just very, like, we just, like, walk, like, continue walking away from the Dark Tower. But I want to stay, I want to stay walking like we're part of the group. I just don't continue up the staircase with Clem. Okay. You begin to walk maybe a few steps into the tower. Unimpeded, this person continues to move. You start to slow down, letting the rest of the students continue their walk. As you do so, you hear everyone stop simultaneously, as if all of the footprints, all of the sounds of the footsteps, stop. And you hear... Something is wrong. Two of you are not moving as you should. Who are you? Why are you following? Just well, I thought this was the way to. Is this not the way to dinner? Grab them immediately. Uh, can I cast a spell before they grab us? Yeah, you can try. Okay, um, I would like to try to cast the badgering spell at the per. Can I see the person in charge, or he can't see me, but he still thinks that I'm there? I'm not gonna say. Mm. You, oh, sweet. you don't have oh. a clear view of them. Any of them? No, the students you can see. Okay. Okay. Um. But I, I don't know if I can see the other guy. The big you guy. You can't see this person that was just speaking. 
Okay, well then I'm gonna cast Badgering at the closest students trying to, to grab us. Okay. <laughs> Try and cast a spell. Uh, Clem, what are you doing? Um, I'm not doing so hot, as we all know. Uh, and my brain's, my mind's not all there at the moment. I'm not feeling it very sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone comes to grab me, I am punching them. I have forgotten that I can do magic. I'm not, I'm going physical attacks. Yeah. Rosie. I'm scrapping. You cast the spell. Your badgering spell. The student coming down is older, probably has to be a sixth or seventh year. Uh, and you cast the spell. You can see them raising their wand up, but you catch them off guard and you see them start to turn into a badger in front of you. Two of the other students begin pointing their wands. Clem, you rush at the closest one. Go ahead and struggle, please. Yeah, it's not smart, but here we are. Clem, are you injured? <gasps> a seven. Okay, that will cost you a little bit. Um, you struggle against someone or something taking damage. Please choose one from the struggle list. Shrug off mm. the damage, take something from them, surprise them, or frighten them. I'm going to go for frighten them. I think I I just start, like, I let out a guttural scream because I'm in so much pain and people are attacking me for the, I don't know, how many of the time today. And so I just like, Wah! and I just run forward and deck them. Okay. Clem goes in. Clem casts Punch. And... Uh, <laughs> She, uh, yeah, she totally, you hit this person. I, I think they're maybe like a fourth year or something, Clem, and you, you punch them right in the face. They recoil and sort of stumble and, and fall like against the wall, basically, next to the stairs. Uh, and they, they are, uh, obviously affected by this. And you can hear in the tower, up the tower... Very well. All of you, please subdue these two. We're bringing them with us. Do we run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would Do like to try run? to run. Yeah, I would, yeah, like, I would to like to try to run. Go ahead and okay. try and be quick and quiet, both of you. And this is not with my relationship with Clem. That depends. Uh huh. Oh. On what? Are you trying to help Clem? Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. You have a minus one, unfortunately, Rosie. <laughs> well, I'm not going to leave her, so I'd rather have the minus one, I guess. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. You stumble, both of you, as you try to run out of the dark tower. Your ankles are grabbed by the students... The one that was turned into a badger has transformed back. And the student that you did not hit, Clem, has grabbed you, probably by the robes. And you can hear... Can I do... 
down. You can hear footprints making uh, footsteps making their way down the stairs, back towards you. As more students and this figure begin to subdue you. Ah. Uh, so, it appears that we did have some students interfering. That is unfortunate. I'm sure the council will know what to do. Sure it's not as unfortunate as your stinky attitude and your bad hat! Silence them. Did you just tell her silence? Oh, you made a mistake, buddy. You the made a mistake. Students begin casting spells. And you cannot seem to get words to come out of your mouth. The figure, the figure has made their way down the stairs enough for you to see the mask. They're wearing the mask of a praying mantis. All in black. And we switch scenes. Alex. <laughs> Madam Pomfrey comes rushing back into the hospital wing with Headmistress McGonagall. As I said, Minerva is, is here, and the student was taken at Miss, Miss, Miss Skyler. Miss Skyler! Where is she? Did you see anything? Um, okay, first off, all of this is is down there and there's a student that I zapped, I superfied from here. There was one of the bad students that Where? was doing bad things outside. Just just down there. Uh, Headmistress McGonagall rushes over to the window and she begins to look outside frantically. What is going on in this school? Um, I, I don't know. I saw I saw some of the students. I recognized Cornelius Kraft and and Rebecca Rivers, um, from Ravenclaw. That, that were and I don't know who that one is. Just now that I stupefied, but they were trying to cast it all. Of. Mistress McGonagall person... looks down, and. You can see her close her eyes. She begins to cast a spell. And this spell actually requires her to sort of... You can see her lips moving quickly. She's doing some sort of long incantation with her eyes closed, knowing this must require a lot of focus and determination. You see her steal herself. And as she does so, emerging from the tip of her wand, you can see magic in rhythmic, wave-like pulses begin to emanate and travel down the wall all along the, the wall of the school, heading down, down the wall towards Olive. And 
emerging from these waves, you can see several ethereal-looking cats. And you think at the end of the incantation, you hear Headmistress McGonagall say, Patronus Maxima! And the cats begin to travel all along the grass of the school, spreading out 10, 12, 15 cats in their ethereal shapes begin to move along the grounds of the school. Olive, you can see this all around you. You see these ethereal Patronus cats begin sort of rushing through the grass. One travels close to you. And the cat looks up at you, staring. It puts its paw on your robe and turns. It runs a few paces and looks back at you. Oh, I'm following that cat. Following the cat, it begins to rush off. All, uh, the cat is rushing. Towards the stairs over here. Just near the clock tower. And you follow this cat towards the stairs. Alexander, Headmistress mm-hmm. McGonagall, sort of opens her eyes. She wobbles a little bit, and she says, Follow me, Mr. Pippin. Uh, Madam okay. Pumphrey. Um, Madam Pumphrey, watch after Gail. Uh, okay, Headmistress, the, the person who operated in... It took me easy. They had a mask on. It was a black kind of uh, like a, a wolf. And they said, this isn't a one, but she'll do for now before they apparated out. Not, not enough time to analyze, Mr. Pippin, but thank you for the information. Come, okay. we're going to collect Miss Everglade. Okay. Here is Aura Potter. Rushing down the stairs from the hospital wing, you see Olive at the top of the staircase, waiting. You okay, Olive? What's going on? There are invaders in the school. The wards have been brought down. I stole one of their wands. I don't know if that's helpful, but if you need it. Did you touch it? No, I picked it up with my robe. Very well. Good thinking. And uh, Headmistress McGonagall quickly points her wand at a uh, scrap of her uh, robes, and you can see tear off and begin to form itself into a bag of sorts, a sort of long bag. And she says, Miss Everglade, she points her wand towards you. 
The wand, please. Right away. And she's gonna... Still, like, holding it with her cloak, just kind of... She points, and you can see her mutter something as the wand begins to float over and head into the bag. It sort of ties itself with a bow and stashes itself uh, in her robes. And she says, come with me. Okay. I have seen several things throughout the school. I've seen more students moving around as well as some of these invaders. I didn't see a mask before they were able to apparate away, Mr. Pippin, but I will believe what you have said. You said this was a wolf mask. Did you see any others? No, I haven't seen anyone else, but he said that this isn't the one, but it'll do for now when you took Maisie. Like, this isn't... He was looking for someone specific. It's like when I held the Gale's wand before... It said, no, we have to find them or it'll all be worthless. They're looking for one person in particular, I think, or some people, like specific people for some reason. Mm. Yes, I want you with me, Miss Everglade. Some of your friends have speculated that they may be looking for you. I hope this is not the case, but I... I'm not sure. Okay, Olive, I'm here. I got you. What are we supposed to do? We will defend this school, and I will defend my students. And then we'll get Maisie back. That is right, Mr. Pippin. You can be sure of that. Now, we must head... To the main entrance hall, there is a place where we can potentially restore the wards, at least for a time. It won't be the full protection the school is able to offer. However, it will, in fact, be at least some protection. And Mistress McGonagall begins to mutter under her breath, casting another incantation. And she flicks it out towards the wall. And you can see those familiar lines of magic begin to make their way, sort of like rivulets running along the wall and through the wall. And she says, Prefects, please beware. The school is, in fact, under attack of some sort. I need all of the teachers and the prefects to please be on the defensive. I... I have not seen... Or a Potter, since we made a connection inside the Great Hall. The other auras are nowhere to be seen. I'm not sure what is happening, but I am sure for one thing that there is some sort of invasion happening. Be on the lookout for anyone wearing black masks, supposedly like a wolf. Anyone wearing a mask. Please be on your guard. Protect the students. Go into the most secure locations with any students around and barricade yourselves. I want you all to prepare defensive wards. Protect your students. Protect your fellow classmates. 
And if you hear anything strange, please wait for my signal. Marching forward, you rush towards the entrance hall. Arriving at the entrance hall, you see three figures in black robes wearing black masks. Hold your wand, Mr. Pippin. Defensive spells only. The same goes for you, Miss Everglade. Protect yourself as necessary, but do not provoke them. You understand? If you have the opportunity, please get to a safe location. Okay. Who are you to invade Hogwarts? What do you want here? Headmistress McGonagall. Apologies for the interruption. Apologies for the interruption. More than apologies will be required here. Who are you? And what are you doing in my school? Another of the masked, robed figures steps forward. Or Potter has been taken along with several of your students. The auras that protect this place are of no consequence to us. We are Part of the council. Council of what? You hold no sway in the witchcraft and wizard world. Who are you, really? Is that you behind the mask, Moot? Turn yourselves over to the proper authorities. Leave my students alone. One of the figures takes off their mask. This mask is that of a fox. Removing the mask, you see the face of Colin Moot. I suppose it wasn't much of a surprise. 
What are you doing here, Moot? I'm not about to tell you what our plans are. However, I thought I would offer you a bit of friendly advice, Headmistress. Magic is dying, Headmistress. We only seek to save that which you hold dear. Unfortunately, to do that, it is quite difficult. For the first time, you notice something strange about Moot's face. It's not exactly the same as when you last saw him. You can see that there are... There is something... different. Which one of you would like to try to notice something? Yeah, I'll do it. A nine. Um, A nine. Yeah. What, what did it look like? I guess. You think there are runes on Colin Moot's face, Alex? He, he has runes on his face. Can I see, can I roll to see if I recognize any of them? You can try and... I read about that roll, Olive. Okay. Oh. You can roll your relationship with Alex since he just helped you. Thanks, buddy. That's a 12. three questions from the list there. Uh, what does it do? Okay. So, I'm going to answer this in a more general way because there are several runes on his face. These runes seem to have to do with speech. That's the gist of it that you can get 
at least from this quick viewing. I want to ask, where is it from? And I guess what I mean within this context, if it's something that I would be able to discern is, did he do these to himself or does it look like somebody put them on him? It would be very difficult for him to do by himself. They are burned into his flesh. They sort of look like scars or burn marks. Uh, I guess the last question I would say is, who do I know that's related to it? Or do I know anyone that's related to it? Hmm. I think the way that I'll answer this is is I will say that in your study of ancient runes class, you got this information that well, that these would be runes related to speech in some way. Uh, I'll go into it a little bit more. These runes... seem to form a spell of sorts. Moot continues to speak. Unfortunately, this isn't all that we'll have to do, Headmistress McGonagall. I apologize for any disruption that we will... What are you talking about, Moot? Disruption? This is more than a disruption. This is a breach of the school's defenses, of the school's safety. What is wrong with you? Why would you do this to these children? As I said, Headmistress McGonagall, this is done for all of our sakes. Please. Don't fight. I wouldn't want anything to happen to your students. And as he says this, you can see Clem and Rosie struggling against several other students as they are brought through the main entrance just in range of your vision. What are you doing with him, Moot? Let them go. I will. I will let them go. If you let us leave, As I said, we don't want to fight. That is not our goal. You can hear Headmistress McGonagall breathing heavily. Next to you, Olive, Alexander. 
Clem, you can see Moot's face now as you come into view. You're still under the effects of this silencing spell. Can I try to struggle out of being held? Like, try to go for him? You can. Please try to struggle, Clem. Clem, you try to struggle against the students, but it feels hopeless. A vice-like grip on your arms. Your arms are pinned behind your back, roughly, painfully. What about some of the other students? I heard that you took someone from the hospital wing. Yes. They will be returned to you. Assuming we are allowed to leave. Let the students go, and you will be allowed to leave. One of the other dark-robed figures with the mask speaks up. Very well. Let them go. It is the praying mantis masked individual. Clem, Rosie, you're brought forward and let go. Upon doing so, Moot reapplies his mask. They step backwards away from you. I have control of my hands again? Yes. I would like to give Colin with the finger as I walk towards my friends, please. You are let go. They begin to walk away. The fox masked moot looks up at you, Olive. And says... Olive, you trained Cassiopeia well. The three of them disapparate. The students that were left behind. start to stumble holding their heads and 
they look a bit stunned. What's going on? What happened? Oh, oh, my head. What's going on, headmistress? Is everyone all right? Clem's hurt. Can I talk again? I'm good now. You can. The silence spell is gone. Headmistress McGonagall makes her way over towards you, Clem. Miss Goosenders, are you all right? Shouldn't have let them leave. But, but they didn't have a choice, Miss Goosenders. She pats your shoulder. What? What about Mr. Floffer? Potter. Potter. We'll have to find out what else is happening. Please. Where's Maisie? They said that they would release her, but she was taken. But she's not here. How do we know that they'll keep their word? We don't. They just left. We don't, Miss Goosanders. But I couldn't risk more students getting hurt. You need to go to the hospital wing. I'm like booking it down the hall to like search, but I'm also in pain. And you can probably see that I'm like not doing hot, but I'm like. Miss Goosanders! I'm gonna. I'm following Clem. Clem, Clem, Clem. You can make an angry accent. Just be careful with your rip. I don't care. They have Maisie. They obviously just leveraged us because we were right in front. They're not going to keep their promise. But, They're but, not going to give her back. Professor, Professor McGonagall said they had to release all the students. How do we know they still have Maisie? Of course they would say that they will, but uh, they won't. Of course they won't. You think, you think they're liars? Of course I do. I'm glad I gave them the adult finger. I think they deserve it. Yeah, that was that was good. Where do you think? What are we looking for? I'm going to try and see if I can find like a window to see if I can see them going anywhere. Or a yes. trace or anything. You are near the entrance hall. I mean, you're right there. Yeah, I'd like to go outside and, uh, outside the entrance, I guess, and look around and see. Okay. Um, notice something or, yeah, investigate. I'm not sure. Investigate. Oh, man. Um, you're hurt. Just sort of looking around too quickly is painful. Rosie, you can see Clem struggling. 
She's making little grunts of pain unintentionally. Uh. And in any movement that she makes nearly, breaking a rib is awful. I think you should slow down, Clem. Doesn't matter. I, I think that will be more useful if you're healed. We're only useful if there's time. Well, then let's get to the hospital wing, because we got to put that bone grow on real fast. God damn it. It's going to be okay. We just got to stick together and we'll figure it out. We always figure it out. It'll, it'll be fine. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. I'm going to um, push past Rosie and just be like, Pomfrey better get that bone grow real fast. I'm just going to walk behind her, like watching her be like really angry over bone grow. You return back to the rest of the group. And Headmistress McGonagall begins to escort you to the hospital wing. She, she's been communicating or trying to communicate with the rest of the professors and the prefects as you're making your way back to the hospital wing. There's a few students that are also making their way there as well. And you can see one of the professors is being helped to the hospital wing. Um, I want a roll, please, from one of you. This is going to be, mm, let's see, one, two, three, I can do this. Uh... me a d20. Which one of you would like to make this roll? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. What does the wow mean? just a, an amazing coincidence. Um, Professor Aster Bucks. Olive, this is your study of ancient runes teacher. Looks like they are injured. As you are heading to the hospital wing, you can see several other students helping bring them. Headmistress McGonagall speaks with them, checks with the students, and that's a good place for us to go to our break. It's a lot for a first half. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
We're going to take a little bit of a break here, folks. Uh, if you have not done so, please make sure you're following all of these wonderful people. You can head on over to tablestory.tv slash WAW to follow them in all of the places. And you can download the system for free. Download it. Check it out. Come play. It's a great time. It's a great time. Check it out. And if you're looking for a group, you can head on over to the Discord. And there's lots of people that are looking for groups to play this game and other and other games. So come uh, come join us. Uh, Tablestory.tv slash Discord. Come hang out. And uh, guess what? We have a return uh, to a show that happened last year coming up. That's right. Season 2 of Leech is starting up. This weekend, it's happening already. So, if you like things a little bit more intense and serious and dark and vampire-like, starting this weekend, this Sunday, make sure to check it out. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hang tight for more witchcraft and wizardry. Back in just a little bit. the group rejoining each other and heading towards the hospital wing. You see that Olive seems to be a bit shook up. I've just got one arm around Olive's shoulders and just kind of guiding her along with the group to the hospital wing. I'm still clutching my wand in my other hand. Her eyes are kind of unfocused. Like, you can tell she's not looking at anything. And her footsteps are a little... almost like plodding. Like, she's only moving her feet because Alex is moving and she's aware she has to walk. But she seems pretty zoned out. Um... I am. Your hair looks great. No, uh. It'll. It'll be okay, Olive. We've got. We've got your back. We're ready. Well, I'll help whatever you need. We'll get Maisie back soon, and then we'll all be together again, and then we can we can tackle everything, and we'll all look after you. It's... You're just focusing on one foot in front of the other for now, and I know this is hard, all of us, so um, I'll do my best to help. For now. He has my hippogriff. He has my Maisie. Um. We'll, um. 
Go get them both back. They promise we'll make sure of it. As you begin to approach the hospital wing, you can see the more students are here. It's fairly <laughs> full. The headmistress just uh, sort of says, All right, everyone. Please just... We'll get Clem looked after. Please look after yourselves. I will inquire to see if Miss Skylar has indeed been returned. <laughs> um... I will speak to the rest of the professors. Excuse me. And the minister, she'll help. Rest assured, I know, yeah, no. the minister for yeah. magic will be notified. Okay. Um. All right, we'll lock down the hospital wing for now then. <clears throat> Adam Pumphrey! Adam Pumphrey! Headmistress McGonagall sort of rushes off. I, um, I guide Olive to one of the cozy chairs and well, let me get you some water. And I, I, I run off and get a cup of water and bring it over and just take little sips and try and think about uh, breathing. I think, or something. And I'll do the same. But I'll walk around and look for, I don't know, clues, I guess. You just holler if you need me. <clears throat> So I'm Alex gonna walks start off. patrolling the hospital wing. What about the three of you? You're sort of sat down. The hospital wing is fairly full. You can see that ancient runes teacher. We brought over to one of the beds. Um, I'm fuming personally. Like I'm sitting there, kind of waiting to, uh, waiting for someone to come over and help me out. Um, but I'm like very angry, so I don't know if I'm looking at anyone or saying anything. I'm just kind of like ah. looking at the floor. I just want to be guarding Clem's bed because I just I think. Rosie's so concerned Clem's gonna get up and do something irrational with a broken rib that Rosie's just like, I just look like I'm hanging out, but I am guarding you. She better let us go after her. If she doesn't, we'll just go after her anyways. That's what we always do. 
And we better not get in trouble for it either. You don't really she's ever get in barking. trouble. Like, for real, for real. Like, we just get in, like, a little bit of trouble, and then she's like, and thank you for doing that. So, like, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Well, let's practice our breathing again. <sighs> Clem, did you see what kind of monster was outside? Uh, no, I didn't really catch a good glimpse of it. I was... Okay. I, did, I just didn't yeah. know what it was. And I didn't know if, like, maybe you had a different angle. Did you get a good look at it? What did it look uh, like? It had, it had fur, I think. I um, mean, I hit it. Probably oh, had and teeth. I hit it. Okay. Fur and teeth and you hit it. Yeah, I can't yeah. really narrow that down. Uh, no, yeah, I got good, it. I really have nothing. I was catch. kind of in panic mode. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I also was... Remember when I carried you? Yeah, I do. do you that wanna, was, do was you great. Wanna, do you want to feel my muscles? Sure. Yep. Is this working? I'm trying to distract you. Are you are you flexing right now? Yeah. Like oh. as hard as possible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You can like feel you know when kids shake like they flex so hard they're like shaking. Yeah, I'm just like kids, yeah. When kids do that, yeah, definitely. When kids do that. Um when adults name Merkles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flexing really hard. Yeah, it's a good good muscles, good um Yeah. Uh Good body carrying muscles, I guess. Thanks. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I think I'm running off adrenaline. Like, um, yeah, I'm just, um, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm good. I haven't had a, I haven't had a carb in like, I don't know, two and a half hours. It's a long time. It's a really long time. You think she's just starts staring into the middle distance. catch a look and see it's the runes professor right yeah um rosie i think um but i know i just didn't know if i would know him because i'm not taking runes well yeah she uh you do know her because she's the uh hufflepuff head of house <laughs> master bucks do i know that she teaches runes or you know what hold on let me just fill that not, in. i know might... she's hufflepuff head of house but i probably don't know what class yeah. she teaches she's um I, I know she's around a house, but do you know what she's teaching? Because I'm not taking it. Uh, she teaches ancient runes. <sighs> do you think she knows, like, what's on that dude's face? Runehead? I don't know. Maybe. That's a sick nickname. That's a good insult. That was nice. Good job. Thanks. Runehead. Dude, did you see me punch that guy? Yeah, yeah. Did you see me turn you that turned into, that, a that into a badger? Yeah, you it's did a really a good job. That was a great job. Yeah, and then we both Very used our adult, our adult non-wizarding swears. Yeah. I'm surprised Professor McGonagall didn't hear that. I know. And punish us for it. Yeah, it's true. My dads are going to be so disappointed in me. I'm never supposed to use that binger. 
I think your dads would completely understand and probably do it themselves, to be honest. It's kind of where that, I'm at right now. That may be true. I think my dad would pull me out of school if they knew about what was happening. Yeah. I mean, maybe they should, to be honest. No, no. <laughs> Who's going to finish this? We have to do it. They took Mr. F- Mr. Flocker. Yeah. I mean, we can take care of it ourselves, but, you know, maybe next year. I should be homeschooled. What, are they going to teach you magic? They definitely can't. Maybe the magic of cooking. And love. My grand will teach me the magic of avoiding my existence and not remembering what she had for breakfast, so that'll be great. I can't ever remember what I had for breakfast either. Maybe me and your grand are kind of similar. But I've never avoided your existence. That's true. Thanks for that. Hey, yeah. Why would I do that? Um, uh, do, do, um, do Alex or Olive take ancient runes? Uh, yeah, Olive, Olive does. Uh, Olive's in the room, right? She's just like having Alex, a meltdown. Alex does too. Uh, yeah, I think she's sitting on a chair. Alex, where are you? In seeing me, I'm wandering around the perimeter of uh, the hospital wing, like looking under the window sills and stuff for runes and things. Yeah, I'm gonna like pat, come on the bed, and be like, "Be right back," and I'm just gonna like fall into step with Alex. Hey, you okay? Hi. Hello. I'm gonna put my arm around. Are you okay? You alright? Um, I am just ignoring that question inside myself That's and a great idea. moving until I have to face it. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Probably not healthy, but I agree. I think that's probably for the best right now. Um, I have a question. Um, uh-huh. I have, um, what, do people here get tattoos on their faces often? Is it cultural? Is it, um, is that standard for the wizarding world? Um, having yeah. runes yeah on you mm-hmm. um, that's that's probably some very um, uh, I don't know if it's illegal but it feels to me like it's 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 my gut says it's not a good idea and it's probably old maybe it has dark magic because you know you your body's a temple, that kind of thing, like your yoga, right? A temple? Don't Does you that say that, mean that the aliens made my body? Like the pyramids? Aliens? Okay, circling background. Um, to your first question, do I no, I haven't seen or really heard anything about putting runes on your body, maybe? I don't okay, think let so. Me segue, let me segue for you. That that teacher over there is the head of Hufflepuff House, and she also teaches That's... you ancient runes, right? Yeah. Do you want to ask her about the face tattoos? Is that... It looks hard. Is that a good idea? Do you want me to do it? I just don't know anything no, about No, no, okay, I'll do it. No, I, I mean, I can do it. I'm just not very good no, at taking no. notes, and I don't know a I, singular no, thing about no, runes. No, really I good think idea runes stand for can um, you look running and under the noise explosion. Okay, can I 
can you uh, can you check on Olive and I'll I'll talk to the professor. I can do that. And I'm gonna slide you. I don't have any food left, but I have like the crumbs, like the chocolate chip, and like the crumbs of an old chocolate chip cookie. I'm just gonna put that in your hand. It's not much, but it should help. Get, it should get your blood pressure up a little. Okay, thanks. Your blood sugar. You go see Olive. Okay. 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 She turns around and I just tilt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and I, I kind of just do my patrol round towards the professor until I get there. And then <clears throat> You're over by the uh, study of ancient runes, Professor. Professor Asterbox. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Hi, Professor Box. How are you feeling? You can see Professor Bucks is uh, probably there with their eyes closed. Um, oh, sorry. And uh, you approach. There's probably a few students by there as well. They're probably just chatting. Um, and uh, as you approach the professor, you can you realize like they're they're just asleep. Um, okay. The students you can probably hear just over here, just from being close proximity, like. Can you believe that fight with the auras and those people with the masks? I heard them say something like the council. The auras put up like a really good fight, but I think I saw other students casting spells too. How are they doing that? It was really advanced magic. So one of them used Bombarda. So what's strange about that? The first year. Um, okay. Um, excuse me, fellow students. Hi. Um, did, did you hear anything else that those masked people said? Did he say anything... To the professor specifically or anything? Or did the professor maybe say anything to them? Uh, Professor Box? Yeah. Um, she said something like... Um... I mean, leave the auras alone. What are you doing mm -hmm. in the school? Um... Mm -hmm. Don't you dare hurt those students. Students, what yeah. are you doing? Don't cast those spells at other students. Okay. She was trying to protect everyone. She was using shield charms and and the auras were trying to protect the other students and it was chaos that the auras were trying yeah. to protect the students and they were trying to fight these people at the same time. Okay. So Professor didn't say anything like, oh, you shouldn't meddle with magic like that. It's dangerous, or? I, I don't think so. Okay, it's uh, just in case. Okay, I can check later. The other students, by the way, they, they, they're, just so you know, if you see any of them, they're not bad. They were being controlled. Controlled? That's yeah. That's the kid from the tower. The one that. Oh. 
They both sort of like look at you for a long moment. See, yeah, I think maybe one of the masked people had something to do with it. So it was like, yeah, they were they were they were under a spell. Because as soon as those people disappeared, they all came to their senses. You mean like an imperious cuz? Yeah, but I think I have a feeling. I have a feeling maybe not. I don't know if it's possible. I'll have to ask the headmistress. Are any of these students older? Like much older? I think they're I probably like fourth years, I think. So probably just fourth years. You're fourth years, right? Yeah. Have you learned anything yet maybe related to long distance or like remote? Can the Imperius curse you're supposed to have to be close, but it's like I don't know. It was. I don't know. Do you know? Well, we we talked about the unforgivable, unforgivable curses a, a bit, but um, I, I I I don't know too much. I didn't really yeah, want to read that chapter back. very much. Oh, well, you have to shoot because it'll be in your exams. No, always is the unforgivable. But you got me doing it now. The unforgivable curses are always in the exams. I know they just seem so terrible. Oh, they really are. I think, I think maybe someone tried to cast it on me once. Is that, is that what happened you? in the tower? Oh no, that was different. That was uh, a cursed wand. I think, I think I heard some of the auras say something about cursed ones. Right. When they were protecting mm -hmm. the students. Oh, they maybe thought the other students' wands were cursed, and that's why they were behaving that way. Um. Okay. Uh. Here's the thing. See, if you see any of your friends talking to themselves or holding their wand a whole lot, um. You should take them to a prefect or the headmistress because that's some of the signs. If they start looking sickly and wandering around. Anyway. Um, if you're still around when the professor wakes up, can you let me know? I'll just be patrol patrolling. Okay. Okay. And make sure you study the unforgivable curses. They sort of like look at each other and. Like, not how to right. do them. Just how to. Just why they're wrong, some of the effects and stuff, and um, some of the wizards who are well known for using them. Uh, events that happened with the Imperious Curse, specifically, I think. Do you know what? You can just look at the past exam papers. I think they've got year? them in the library. Right, but does, it's never too early to prepare for exams. Really, when right. you think about it. All right, well, we'll, we'll worry about our own exams. <gasps> okay. Just make, I, was, I was saying that the, you should worry about the... 
Unforgivable curses. Okay, thanks for your time. Bye bye. <clears throat> I go back to investigating, patrolling. Meanwhile, Rosie, you gotta check on Olive. Hey, Olive. Um, I know how are you doing is the wrong question, um, but how can we get you feeling better might be the right one. Olive doesn't say anything. She just stays with her eyes fixed. The same kind of glassy-eyed expression staring off into space. I've got just a trick. Lay a hand on these bad boys. I dragged Clem away from the Wombing Willow, so I think that I am at, at least half of a bodybuilder now. That didn't work. Okay. Uh, I gave my last cookie crumbs to Alex, and I am now out of food. So I don't have anything to fix your blood sugar, which is clearly the problem, and I'm definitely not suggesting yoga. Um, uh, not once if you want a hug. When Rosie says that, Olive just bursts into tears. Like like heaving, struggling to breathe kind of sobs. Okay, okay, um, I'm taking, uh, you didn't know it, but I'm gonna come in for the hug now. I know, it sucks. It's okay, you can cry. I'm sorry if I smell, I've been trying to work on that. Um, hopefully this not running out of your nose is distraction enough. I thought I was gonna have to fight him again, like last year. I'm glad you didn't have to fight him again. But don't worry, I think that if he had tried to fight you, Clem would have punched him in the face, because I saw her do it to someone else today, and she was very successful. So I think she would have had it covered. I'm so tired. Of being so scared at school all the time. Yeah. Um... It's kind of messed up. Um, I don't understand how that keeps happening. But also, um, you have like this mean stare that you did at, at Colin Mood down, and um, it was chilling. You did a, that was really impressive. Have you been have you been practicing that? That's just my face. <laughs> You're so intimidating. <laughs> um, in a good way, in a good way. Cause the rest of us aren't intimidating at all, except maybe Clem when she gets feisty and Macy when she snaps. <laughs> so maybe it's just me and Alex that aren't very intimidating. Um, Is that, no one likes me out of sloth. Everyone no, likes you. Literally, I think that's the problem. We all like you so much. We want to be you. You're the brightest person, the strongest wizard. You're so good at everything. It's too much weight on your shoulders. Clearly, I'm going to have to take some of it off. So if you could teach me how to do all your spells that good, I would really appreciate it. So I'll just take that weight off your shoulders. You won't have to be the best at spells anymore. Don't even worry about it. I got it covered. 
I'm not strong, Rosie. If I were, I wouldn't have frozen and I wouldn't be crying right now. Um, uh, last time I checked, having emotions that, um, exist inside your body doesn't make you less strong. It doesn't. That's ridiculous. How you just be a robot. You are strong! What do you mean? You, you got me to take a whole bath. That's, that's strength. And, and you always do the brightest spells. That's strength. And you always cheer up your friends. That's strength. And you always know how to talk to us when we're sad. That's strength. And you know when, when to be upset, which is also a strength. And even if you don't like yoga, which might be your one weakness, I think the rest of the things you have going for you are strengths. I like yoga. Please lie to me at a very important time like this. It's I'm not lying. Like yoga? I didn't, you know I didn't what? like it, it at first. And then when 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 we did it together, it was a lot better. So you know. It's alright. Oh see, now we don't have anything. Now you're good at yoga too. Strengths all around. You're passing your O- is it O-W-P-L's? Owls? Owls, Rosie. <laughs> like the bird. And can you spell Mr. Clawful's last name again? Because P-O-T-T-E-R Potter. So it's not pronounced Clawful. It never has been, Rosie. Okay, 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 okay. Maybe I should get a tattoo like that rune on my hand. Speaking of, don't you take ancient runes? I was talking to Alex about this, but I think the ancient rune teacher might be sleeping, and then I think I heard Alex telling kids how to study when I asked him to talk to the ancient rune teacher. It sounds like Alex. (laughs) I literally think he was giving them studying tips. I think this is his mental breakdown. I think we all deserve a mental breakdown every once in a while. I agree, and it's been two hours since I've had a carb, so mine's just around the corner. Thank you, Rosie. Yeah, I don't know what I did, but you're welcome. Um, also, you didn't do it before, so you wanna... Clem seemed impressed. Olive's gonna reach out and put her hand on Rosie's bicep. It's bigger, right? Absolutely. I bet I could do a push-up. I'm gonna get on the ground and attempt to do a push-up, but I'm not even gonna roll for it. I know I failed, and I just fall. I get back up. I recover really quickly, and I'm like, uh, maybe after, maybe, uh, not quite there yet. We'll get there. You got the first bit, right? Where you got on the ground. ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's Uh, See? Always looking on the bright side. A strength. Do you want to, like, lay down? I could get, like, there's probably tea in here somewhere. That probably probably has tea. Right? Do you think I have to walk extra special slow to get to it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll be back in a second. (laughs) I'll be back. It's only a minute. Okay. What flavor? <laughs> Whatever's left by the time you get there. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. 
I'm just gonna continue walking to where I think Madame Pomfrey's desk is. Okay. I'll swing on by Clem's bed as I circle round. <clears throat> How you doing, Clem? Hey. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah. Um how did you how did you get how did you get your hearts? If you don't know how did asking. I get my my hurts? Yeah, yeah, you injury, sorry, that's the word. <laughs> um the Whomping Willow kicked the butts out of me, so that's basically it. Hands a bit sore from punching a fourth year. Yeah, I knew. Frankly, you I could have taken a little bit more if uh, uh, McGonagall didn't. So you, you, uh, you got in a fight with the Whomping Willow. Well, I wouldn't call it a fight. I would say it whomped me, probably. Well, I mean, I don't know how much you've read about the Whomping. Well, but not many people can punch someone else after they've been whomped by the willow. Guess some it people wasn't don't. A very good whomping, then. Yeah, some people don't do much at all ever again after being whomped. But, but that's like why we're told die? to. I mean, maybe that's not the word we should use in a place where people are doing stuff. I think you could have um, stopped doing things forever. Cool. I mean, the fact I that didn't. you even the fact that you even she walked. That's cool. The fact I can how how you feeling? Did you use a spell? Did you use a protego and it broke through, or did you? Uh, anger primarily, just. To, Pure unbridled Wait, rage. Yeah. You just uh, clenched your teeth and took a womp? Well, I mean, I wasn't prepared for the womp, but everything after, basically, you, teeth you clenched. Caught, you, you, well, you got a caught off guard womp and, and then managed to fight people afterwards? Yeah. Okay, I'll just make sure that I never, ever, where's my, okay, I just need to take a note to make sure that I remember never, ever to get on your bad side ever again. Um, Alex, ever. I Alex, I won't ever fight you. Uh, says the person who, uh-huh, I will, um, who, to, who got whomped by a whomping willow. Um, I just want to make sure you're, you're, you're kind of punchy. Um, and I very often can say the wrong thing. Seeing you're punchy was probably the wrong thing that I think about it. And so there was a fair chance that I may get punched someday if I'm not super careful. So I'm going to take extra steps because um, I feel like if you survive a womp like that, it's only going to make you stronger. That's what they say, right? What doesn't gonna... stop you forever makes you stronger. 
I'm gonna put my hand on Alex's shoulder, look deep into his eyes, and say, Alex, uh -huh. I will never punch you unless you deserve it. Okay, I will try my best not to deserve it. That's what I'll write down. Never deserve to be punched. That's a better note. Thanks for the note. I'm listening. You're welcome. <clears throat> um, but apart apart from uh, from that, from surviving a womp and still being in fighting shape somehow, are you? Is everything? Did you see, did you have any clues? See any clues? Find any clues that you can um, remember? Well, the masked man who found us uh, was wearing a praying mantis mask, and he made it so that we couldn't make sound, and then said that he was going to take us with him. Hmm. Yeah. There was, so there was the fox, which was, which was Colin, and then there was uh, the 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 wolfish mask, and then there was the praying mantis one. Did it seem when the headmistress told them to let you two go? It wasn't Colin that said, okay, let them go. It was the praying mantis mask, right? Oh, yeah. Wait. Well, that doesn't... That kind of seems would... like a leader decision. Right, and... Or... He was the one in charge of the student's control? Uh, could it be that... Colin maybe isn't the baddest of them? I mean, it's one of those two a options. A fox either. is a fox, but a praying mantis. Praying mantises are scary. I mean, do you know what they do? They. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah uh, let's not. Yeah, I think it's either Colin's not, but, but then he just. He, Colin just took off his mask and was chattering away without getting permission. What's the... He would have had to get permission if he was a leader. Maybe he was in charge of it. What's worse, a fox, a, a wolf, or a praying mantis? No, maybe it's not about the animal. It's about what they represent. Foxes are cunning. Wolves, Wolves are, are loyal. Bitey and hunters. B bitey. And mantises um... are... M murderous creepy seductive and murderous okay um I read that in a book about bugs um right that's it okay mantis one did he say anything to you that maybe gave clues well, he knew that we weren't a part of the group. Yeah, and I don't really know. Yeah, we were like, we were trying to get by him and we were. Rosie was so smart. She like pulled us into the line so that we looked like we belonged in the line. And then as they were walking up the tower, he was gone. We couldn't see him. So we tried to slip away and he immediately. He immediately said, oh, uh, 
to there's something wrong. Like he just knew there was something wrong. So he didn't maybe, see us. So how would he know? Maybe he was in charge of the students, because then he'd be like, wait, there's there's two more here than there than I can count on my magical But he didn't see us, so he must have sensed us somehow. Yeah, maybe he has a device, or maybe he has a magical connection. Maybe he has praying mantis senses. Praying mantis think... senses. Oh, I'm, I sound crazy. But, like, do you think maybe think... they're using creatures? No, oh, I don't know. I think maybe it's just it could just be a way for them to identify each other with their masks, because if they all had the same mask, they'd be like, hey, are you calling? And they'd be like, no, I'm Joshua. And then, so if they look and they go, oh, I know Fox Mask is calling, I can just call them Fox, because they have the Fox Mask. Um, Alex, what happened with Maisie? She was in the hospital wing, right? Um... The wolfy-looking mask fella came in and... I tried to cast a spell, but he was so quick. Alex, I know. I know you. And I know that you did everything. If you couldn't have done it, then no one could have. Okay? I got stuck in my head. I thought, do I try and stupefy him? Or do I try and... I was thinking I could flip it into Maisie out of the way. Or I could flip into him back, and then in that split second when I couldn't decide, he grabbed her and apparated. And... I mean, it's the second time that's ever happened where I could have helped her. I was right there, and I didn't. Oh. Hey. Alex, look at me. It's Look at hard. me. I am, but behind my eyelids. Open your eyes and look at me. I can, I can do one. Is that okay? Okay, you can do one. You did super well. No mm -hmm. one could have, no one could have gotten her. Okay. Do you hear me? It's not your fault. Yeah. Okay. Would I lie to you? No. Okay. So it was the wolf that took her. It was wolf-ish. But yeah. And, and then I, when I shouldn't be able to. Shouldn't no be one should able be able to, to apparate. No one should be able to apparate into Hogwarts. There's those wardings is open. 
The students were doing something down... The students at the Whomping Willow where I got whomped, they were doing something weird, um, to the wall. We thought maybe they were doing something... Maybe they made it so That's that they the could thing. come in. When I talked, they, so first off, they shouldn't be able to. That's super advanced magic. But then the other students who were with, with the professor during the fight said that the the, the other students who were with uh, Mantis or whoever, they were doing spells they shouldn't be able to do. A first year cast a Bombarda. Yeah, there was, there was a fourth year there. People of all years. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, they were casting spells they shouldn't be able to cast. I don't think they were casting them. I think, like... I don't... I don't understand how the Imperius curse works enough. It's like, it's like if... I wonder if it has something to do with the runes, or... Yeah, it was like they were someone was casting it through them. If you had told me that it wasn't students, there was a bunch of people with polyjuice potions to look like students who were advanced magic casters, I would say, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The runes as well. Gosh. It's like... <sighs> It's like there's something there, but... I wish I was smarter. Do you ever wish you were smarter? All the time. Pretty much every day. I wish I was smart. If I was smarter, I could figure this out. Yeah. There's, there's something... Um, with the wands cursed and... I just don't know enough. But it's... Could it, the, we can we can maybe use that information. The, the minister will know next time. If the, hopefully the minister comes and I can meet with her and I can see there there was runes on his face and then there was this other fella who could sense the students that were under his control and we think he had control of the students and then she'll know because she's got a library that she's got a special library. So I can't believe that. God, why can't anyone come over here and fix my stupid ribs so that we can go? Look, but oh, the wealthy, that's the thing. We can't go, um, yet. Um. They're gonna bring Maisie back, so we should wait for her. And then we can go. Okay. Uh, then, then we'll go and get... But if she's not back in three hours, yeah. then we go to find her. Go where? We could apprehend anywhere. I don't know. Somewhere. Anywhere but here. I don't understand. Why always Boy. here? It's... Honestly, I think it's just because we're so cool. People want to hang out with us. Sorry, it's maybe not the time to joke. Um, do you think that 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 Mr. Potter 
being the head order and being, you know, Mr. Potter. They said that they captured him. Yeah. Maybe he's the head order. Do you think he let them do it on purpose? Maybe he has like a magical tracking device or something, or he has a secret truth that he can bite down on that will unleash a dragon. I think adults pretend like they know what they're doing, but I don't think they know any more than we do. Well, it's... it's I mean, that's true. Those fourth years I talked to didn't even... They weren't studying the... Anyway... I'm just saying I don't really trust anymore that the adults can protect us or that they know what's out there or that they know how to stop it or anything like that. The only people who can take care of us are, are us. Um, I kind of half agree. I think they can protect us, but I think we also need to protect us. They can protect us as well as they think they can. We can help like, them protect us and they can help us protect ourselves. It's like they all became adults and then they were like, oh, all of these things are impossible, so we won't even entertain the notion. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. All the time. So they don't even see it coming. To be fair, though, we didn't see it coming either. Well, we knew something was going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... I'm just angry, sorry. Well, I mean, you do have um, a broken side. Yeah. Um, That's got a heart, and pain makes people grumpy. Plus, generally, you have a bit of a temper. So, I mean, that's probably compounding things. Um, so it's, I think it's okay to be angry. I mean, well, to be honest, everyone should be angry at this situation. We came here to have fun, um, maybe go to Hogsmeade and make some friends. And instead, we're learning dueling a year early and Protego a year early and having to do all sorts of unusual things. I mean... Um, it's well let's put it this way it doesn't really match what the brochure said you got a brochure no no, like metaphorically yeah I know I was just kind of also trying to metaphorically say that oh right okay your delivery I I don't know if it was your delivery or my reception of it I just my brain's a bit scattered I'm trying to just Honestly, it's probably a bit, it's probably me or a bit of both. Uh, okay, yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, well, I've basically checked on everyone now, and I did a perimeter scan, so I'm kind of running out of things to do, so I don't have to think. So, do you have any suggestions? What is the difference between a praying mantis, a fox, and a wolf? 
Um, uh, what makes um, them special? Each of them. No one picks an animal to look like for no reason. They pick it because they like it a lot, because it feels well, familiar to them, because it represents something that they want to be, something that they want to attain. Well, well foxes is, is cunning. Right? Um, Colin definitely strikes me as the kind of person who thinks they're cunning. Or maybe... What if, what if it's like their Patronus? Could it be their Patronus? That makes or it maybe, even deeper because what the if Patronus Ana, is supposed an, to be... Animagus's. Maybe it's their Animagus form. I think they can be the same. But the Animagus and the Patronus, it represents something within them, right? It represents something within you. You only turn into the one thing. You don't become, you know, I'm probably a bucket of crabs or something, you know? Like, it represents who you are inside. I don't know what your Animagus form would be. What's something that's punchy? I don't know, Kangaroo? like a ram or something? No, let's kick a ram. Maybe like a gorilla or a chimp. Anyway, maybe that's... They've probably thought of that. But like you said, no, the adults don't see things. So I'll put those forward as suggestions. And when I next speak to someone who's important... Bunny is important. Um, and see if that helps them. Maybe there's a register. Animaguses do have to be registered. I looked into it because I wanted to do it. You have to put a leaf in your mouth for like a month. Oh yeah, we talked about doing that in first year, remember? I yeah. was so close to actually doing it. Maybe we should do it this year. Maybe we should do it. It would probably give but us a I lot think, more escape opportunities. Yeah, I think they have to be registered, so I will... Unless you turn into a fish. I'll bring in... A that would be unfortunate. Hmm. I think you could just switch back. But then if you're going to be a fish, you want to be a big fish. Would you want to be a big fish? Because there's always a bigger fish. That's Unless... true. Like a shark so, could be cool. A shark would be cool. Or an orca. No one messes with a shark. That's not a fish though. An orca is a mammal, right? We're getting distracted, but that's what I wanted. But now I'm distracted because I brought it up. Um. I need to check on Barney. Oh. Look. Oh, go find Barney. Yeah, I follow the trail of words back <laughs> towards Barney. Alex. Hey, Barney. Alex. Are you alright? Um, no. But I'm pretending I am until I can stop. Is everybody okay? Um. Maisie's not here, but she'll be back. 
I, I, I was a lily, and we we were chasing hey, after okay? we were chasing after Ashley Indigo, and trying to see what she was doing. You know what all this was going on, and uh huh. And that's that's when Lily's dad. He must have seen Lily, and he went to try and grab her and protect her, and then these people in masks showed up, and they had students <sighs> with them, and he was fighting all of these people in masks and trying to protect us. And he was trying to protect Ashley, and uh-huh. he just couldn't keep up. Someone cast <laughs> a petrificus tontanus on him, and he froze up and hit the ground. Okay, is Le- is Le- is Lily okay? Not really. But she's here. Okay. Is Ashley here? Um. Yes. Um. Ashley is speaking to the headmistress right now. What happened? I don't really know how to describe it, but. Ashley I thought I heard her say something strange What'd she say? Uh Uh-huh She said Where are my parents? that is where we're going to end the episode today. Crying and screaming and punching the face, Camp. <laughs> You're the one that has to go. You have to go. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> don't act like you wouldn't have done the exact same cliffhanger. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right, folks. Oh, my God. Um... We're gonna Another have to, uh... stellar episode from Wax Steven. <laughs> oh, please. Thank you all for being here today. If you haven't done so, please make sure you're following all of these lovely people. Head on over to tablestory.tv slash WAW to follow them in all of the places. We're going to do our end of session stuff quickly. And, uh, we're going to wrap things up. Um, please, uh, does anybody have, does anybody feel like they acted counter to any of their traits? Nope. No? Uh, yeah. Okay. No. Alrighty. Next step, relationships.
gonna give a plus one to Olive. Cause, cause we had a, a nice cheery moment. Okay. Cheery is a difficult word there. I am also gonna give a plus one to Olive, but for kind of very selfish reasons. Alex has always kind of felt uh, sort of subpar to Olive. She's always the one saving the day. And uh, he managed to save her and then kind of look out for her a bit. So it's like... I don't know. some Something like that, yeah. Just a little personal attaboy. Yeah. I didn't expect to feel feelings doing this. Um, I want to give plus ones to everyone, but I can't do that. So I'm going to give my plus one to Alex because I feel like they don't often get to have moments together like that. And I don't think Olive would have like been able to leave the Great Hall if Alex didn't physically move her and make sure she was okay. So... Uh, Alex basically thought to himself, what would Macy do in this situation? And and just did that, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um. I'm gonna give my plus one to Rosie. She was my partner in crime, and she saved me with a badger, and we got kidnapped together, and she dragged my broken body along, so. All right. Let's do our class's school rolls, please. Everybody roll plus your mind. Please keep in mind any modifiers you might have had or anything else. Okay. Ooh, we started with Lillian roll today? Okay. It was an accident. I had the wrong window open. Alrighty. That's fine. We're gonna start with the Slytherin. We don't we I don't think we've ever started with the Slytherins, so let's let's start with the Slytherins today. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh Lillian with an eight, Cornelia with a six is going to nullify that role. I'll do uh <laughs> I'll do the last one. Uh that's a seven for me, so five points for Slytherin. Okay. Alrighty. And let's see. Olive for the Gryffindors with a 10. Clem with a 5. That's 5. And I will do the last one. Which is a 9 for another 5. So 10 points total for the Gryffindors. Okay. And then Rosie with an 8. Five points for Hufflepuff. A seven for me. Another five. And a five. So, even. Even. Okay. Uh, I mean, I rolled a five, so. Even. Uh, okay, and Alexander. A nine for the Ravenclaws. Five points. Is lost forever. Okay. That's a seven. For 
five points. And last one. Uh, a three. Bring Ravenclaw back to 270. Okay. Did I math wrong for the Gryffindors? Is it 315? No, I think it was the five no mix up. Uh, you're all the five. Okay. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and let's do our shoutouts and downtime moves, please. Uh, Luxie, why don't you start us off today? Hello, my name's Luxie Games. I play Rosalina here. I just played a really chaotic possum on route. Um, I, I beg uh, to differ. Be I don't think you were the True, chaotic player on route. I really thought she would. Be, I thought she would be more chaotic, but she actually ended up being a, a chaotic mom. It was so. I feel like, I feel like it was cathartic for me to watch <laughs> you play <laughs> the possum so mom. Somebody telling people to get their stuff together. <laughs> yes. You were like, "What's happening? What's going on?" <laughs> Oh my god. Um I'm gonna make the, the swelling solution again today. I only um I got a kind of on it last time, so mm. I'm gonna reattempt it this time. Okay. Since it was so useful. So I'm just gonna do a little mind roll and deduct eleven galleons. It is just a kind of again. Yep. Uh, now I have two kind of swelling solutions, which is better than one. Uh, swell hi. solutions. Just just well. Uh, my name is Lex Games. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. Uh, I do a lot of stuff, but mostly I play video games, shockingly. And sometimes I talk for like hours on end, and then people come in and they're like, why aren't you playing a video game? And I'm like, this is what you signed up for. Leave. Um, so uh, I'm playing New World tomorrow, and probably for like the rest of the two weeks, I was part of like their of opening. <laughs> I can't forever. Uh, my friend just logged in and said, feels like home. So I feel like I'll be on it for a minute. Um, it's just so cute. I just can't wait to buy a house. Um, but I am doing, I was part of their one of their beta programs. So like I have like a, an, a kit of stuff that you can only get from people that played that. So if you want to watch tomorrow, I will, you'll be able to get that drop. And also I'll be giving away keys so that you can join my company and help me be the strongest team ever. Okay, thanks, bye. Thank you, Luxie. And thank you, Luxie, for, by the way, playing from her vacation uh, location. Um, thank you so much for, for making this happen, Luxie, um, and going out of your way to, to actually, you know, come on the show during your vacation. So nice. It's fine. I'm a workaholic. What's new? <laughs> thank you. Um, Myrtles. Hello. Um, okay. Downtime move. I think I will try to do a club. Okay. Which, based on how I've been rolling today, seems like a really stupid thing to do. Mergles is going to um, try and join the club club. Yep. Yeah, I am. Um, can I take that back, actually? Because I opened my sheet and realized that I was exhausted. I was exhausted. Sure, why not? It's a downtime move. Oh you get to no, I commit. I committed. No. We'll do it anyway. No, just do what you. Boom, baby. <laughs> I'm imagining you trying to join a, a club with your broken rib, like you've left. And you're like, yeah, no, no, I, I left the obstruction. Yeah. I was trying to you face doing palm. Any quilting in here? <laughs> I was trying to face palm, and then I realized I have a wizard hat on, and I can't do it. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Um, hello, I'm Mergles. Uh, I played Clementine Goosanders for you today. Um, 
I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Twitch. Uh, I'm very excited because this Sunday is the second season of Leech. I heard. Thank you, bye! <laughs> and Merkles is on that show! Am I... <laughs> so go watch it. I have already said that I was on the show. Yes. And then, like, the YouTube had the cast in the description, so I thought it was okay. And then I saw some people being like, oh, we haven't announced it yet. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't expect anything to not be revealed by the time of a, sh of a show start date with you goobers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a lockbox. PB, PB I am a, I is am the a lockbox. PB is the accidental spillage. She, she's got a cup, and her cup runneth okay. over, except it's it's just accidental. It's just so much joy. It's so much, like, actual thrill and yes. joy. So. Enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, I think people might make some inferences from the uh, break screens that we had today, so we'll see. We'll see. So thank you, Murgles. Nega Oryx. Okay, I'm gonna mix it up a bit. I'm gonna practice spellcasting this Ooh. week. Ooh. Haven't done that in a while. I'm cursed for just end of session rolls. When have I? When was the last time I failed a magic roll? When? There's a spreadsheet for that. Was that a double one? You it had to be. Yep. Yeah, double one. double one. I rolled double ones. She's got a, she's got a plus two. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna scream into a pillow about this later. In a way, though, I kind of feel relieved because it's like, well, now we know. It's just all the end of session rolls. I, it's, it's not any one particular one. I'm trying. I'm just cursed for any end of session roll. So, great, good to know. Um, hi, I'm Nega Oryx. I'm, um, so distraught right now from the information I just discovered about my end of session rolls. Um, I'm a voice actor, tabletop RPG player, uh, full-time streamer, and freelance host. Uh, you can catch me tomorrow. I'm gonna be playing New World with Lexi in the morning. I'm gonna be squatting up. I didn't want to say then... unless you hadn't told anyone. Oh yeah, I did, I did. And then um, Thursday, I'm going to be going to an event for, um, with Volcom, with a bunch of pro skaters. Because when you look at me, I'm sure you think athletics and coordination and skateboarding. So, um, wish me luck. I will post on my Instagram stories a lot so you can see it in real time, but, um, yeah, good luck to me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Zagonicus? Um, I'm gonna try and join a club. Okay. I feel like we've gone full circle. Like everybody's <laughs> switched their, their downtime moves like over the course of the year. Uh... A nine. That means I'm assuming a nine to play a character gets to learn a secret from one of the people on their relationship list. 
I will figure that out. Hi everyone, I'm Skonicus. Um, thanks very much for watching. I played Alex. He's a wonderful boy. Tries his best. Uh, as do I, so I, I hope you enjoyed. You can find me, Skonicus, on all the internet places. Um, and often on some of the most unexpected places. Like... I have nothing, sorry. Um... <laughs> Do you know, I'm just going to end it there. I'm just going to end the terrible shout out just to make everyone else feel comfortable. Thanks. <laughs> Please go follow Zagonicus. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I'm Wax Steven. I've been your GM, your headmaster of doom. I've uh, dragged the players kicking and screaming through the adventure today. Thank you so much for being here, chat. Much love. Uh, you are appreciated. Thank you. Um, Colo had to dip out. She wasn't able to be here today. So much love to you, Colo. We missed you. Um, and, um, thank you so much to the rest of my wonderful players as well. Uh, thank you, Luxy. Thank you, Murgles. Thank you, Nega Oryx. Thank you, Zagoticus, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you. Thank you. And, um, yeah, um, we will hopefully see you all, um, for all this wonderful stuff that we've got going on here on Table Story. And, um, uh, tomorrow I will be resuming my Whack Designs a TTRPG stream. Uh, that's at 1 p.m. Eastern on my channel. And then uh, we have um, Spellwind over on Table Story that I'll be raiding into. Um, and on Thursday, we've got Mistlight. Friday, we've got Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which is really, really heating up. Um, and on Sunday, we've got the premiere of Leech. So hopefully you'll, you'll come by for that. Thank you all for being here. Peace out. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.